you go to like the the Brazilian steakhouses and you see people eating salads. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Why are you here? <laughs> right, right. I know we're trying to accommodate you to, someone you else's. You're the, it's like if you took me to a vegan restaurant, I'd just be like, I'll just have water. Like, I'm not here to eat. You go to McDonald's to order apple slices. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like. Oh, the, there's a woman at work who always gets uh, McDonald's salad every day. And I'm like. Of all places to get salad. Somebody once told me going oh. to McDonald's for a salad is like going to a prostitute for a hug. Uh, <laughs> wow. That sounds about right to me. Mind Gap Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have a wonderful guest with us here this week. You may know her from her improv team, Your Dark Embrace. What? You may know her from her improv team, Matt Damon. What, Matt Damon? You may know her from her playground incubator team, Barnacle. What? Please welcome Yasmin Ramos. Yay! Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> you really liked the way he said Matt Damon, didn't you? Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, that's good. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give Justin a little rundown on what Matt Damon is? Yeah, oh, please. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, so uh, he does Project Greenlight, yes. I think it's called. And uh, he tried to mansplain diversity to the only black director um, in the room, black female in the room. And failed miserably at it. Was this like, is this recorded somewhere? Yeah, you could actually watch a YouTube video if, uh, if the listeners want to so excited. It. Just, you guys couldn't see this, but his, Justin's eyes lit up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, like, oh, so boy. he really tried and just, you know, was not thinking through before talking. And um, so our joke is to have um, people listen to what we have to say because what we have to say is important so our form is that we have a cast full of diverse women and then we have one special guest white guy but he can only say things in scenes that we've already said <laughs> <laughs> forcing him to really listen <laughs> so. I've, I've, I'm ashamed oh to say I haven't God. seen this I really yeah. want to but you've had some amazing yeah, people we've play had some, with you. Yeah some great <laughs> first guests um, Kevin Mullaney uh, was our first guest nice. um, and then we've had Jeff Griggs we've had Matt Higby um, and a couple other people Rance lined Rizzuto. up. Rance Rizzuto was our uh, Chicago Improv Festival mm. special That's guest. That's such a great mm-hmm. concept for a show. For I mean, oh my, I I did not realize this was a thing, yep. and now I'm going to go see it. Yeah. That and is the, fantastic. And the thing I love about it, too, is because you have some really good people playing with you, they will enhance everything because they're listening so well, right. and they understand what's going on. They'll. Right. They'll find a way to do an excellent callback. Right. Yeah, and it's something. really about supporting each other. Yeah. So, I mean, his job is to support us as well as we have to take care of him. Sure, sure. Um, and so just saying, hey, we can all work together and be diverse and be happy. <laughs> I, think, I think that is a wonderful, wonderful yeah. form, and I'm so glad you guys yeah. are doing that. So, Yeah, awesome. Allison Reese is the one who kind of drew up the concept, and it's been pretty successful. We there's great there's so many un on uh, original forms and that is a very great one mm-hmm. that's that one stands out in the crowd so yeah congrats. That's, awesome. that's so yeah. cool yeah people always have questions and kind of not pushback but are like well isn't it still surrounding around a white guy right but i think it to really understand what we're going for you have to kind of see the show sure before right right yeah, yeah. well i think it, it's it's not i would say the 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 white male accents it they're mm-hmm. not the showcase i would right. say and essentially we're writing his jokes for him exactly right so yeah you're doing all the the legwork and then they have to just intelligently be like oh cool got yeah. it boom right and then accent stuff right which i think is great mm-hmm. awesome that's fantastic hey, yeah i love that form that's <laughs> amazing that form. so yasmin uh according to your wikipedia page um <laughs> you are originally from chicago yes um well i've lived in chicago for about five years mm-hmm. Um, I'm from the south suburbs of Chicago, Park Forest to be specific. All but day. <laughs> what up, Park Forest? <laughs> but anytime I say, I'm from Park Forest, they're like, eh, where is that? And so mm. I'm like, okay, well, it's Chicago land area, so I'll just say I'm from Chicago. Um, that's I'm, I'm four hours it. away from St. Louis in, in Missouri, so when I say where I'm from, people are like, St. Louis? I'm like, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, why not? <laughs> you don't care. People yeah. are not good at geography in this country. No. <laughs> no, they suck at it. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. Like, do you know where Montana is? They're like, no. 
I think it's like Ouch. that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm gonna admit something right now. I work with in the U.S. Mm-hmm. like with my job, like nationally doing landscaping and snow removal. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm so focused on my region that I forget. Like all of a sudden, I was like, "Where is Montana?" Like <laughs> staring at the map, I'm like, "Wait, which which one is you?" Oh, no. <laughs> or is I, you? in my mind, the map is different. Like where things should be. So when I see the map, I'm like. Oh, wait, that's not right. I thought the Dakotas were further west. <laughs> no. <laughs> or I thought Montana was, like, like really just right north of us. Like, I thought that's where it was. And then you see it, I'm like, oh, oh. shit, I was way off. <laughs> oh, man, I suck. I was like, oh, Never give whoops. me directions anyway. <laughs> and that's why if I went on, uh, am I smarter than a fifth grader, the answer would be no. <laughs> that little shit would be like, Montana, and I'd be like, do your taxes. Explain to me how your tax bracket works, you little shit. And then they'd just kick me out because I'd be yelling at a child. Oh, man. I hate that show so much. Is it still on? I feel like you're like ragging on a show that hasn't I, been on for I like five, ten years. I watched it once, and the thing that I saw was this. The question was, in one month is Columbus Day. First of all, who gives a shit? Second of <laughs> it's all. It's May. Second of all, it is not. Second of it's all. It's March. No, it's not. Second of all, <laughs> fuck April. that guy. <laughs> Fuck Columbus. Columbus. Day? That guy is the worst. Oh. You know, why are banks closed on that day? Fuck it. Right. Third. It's April. You know, they asked a question that, and the adult, the the, the high functioning adult was like, Ugh. and the kid was just smugly, puts his thing down and sits there with his arms full and just stares at the guy like, mm, you don't know? <laughs> you don't know when Columbus Day is? And the guy's just sitting there like gripping the table like, I make six figures. <laughs> and he's like looking at it and he's just like, ugh. Ugh, everyone's just sitting there judging you don't know when Columbus Day is I'm like it's not relevant information Columbus Day for all you listeners is um, the 32nd of, of Fliptember <laughs> just in case you're wondering there we go yes cool. sorry I would not do well on the I should have said yeah, Fliptember Fliptember damn it Fuck that. <laughs> anyway, so you, you learn that shit though in fifth. That's you know what I mean. Like it's all it's fresh, fresh knowledge in your mind. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, how many sides does a rhombus have? And Fuck it's like, you. That's how many sides it has. <laughs> Next, it's like how look, many degrees in an obtuse angle? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. That. Over 180 degrees. I actually recently had to use that bit of information. Really, at work. But it was only for my own thing. Like nobody told me, hey Yasmin, what obtuse angle? Give me the degrees. I was just like, <laughs> oh my god. If I tilt it this way, yes. Yes, I'm doing it. I want, I'm using my knowledge. I want to re- revise my previous answer. I think it's anything greater than 90 degrees is obtuse. Anything less than 90 oh, is acute. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I think so, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to be 270 degrees to be an obtuse angle. Yeah. Is it 180? Did I get that wrong? I did. <laughs> I mean, it's a little greater than ninety. Anyway, <laughs> angles, right? But, and I and I proudly say I use algebra all the time. Do you? I do. Remember, what do you do, Doug? That's you good. solve for x. If Doug had a theme song, it would be the solve for x theme song. <laughs> yeah, because we'd always have to determine margins and stuff in our job, and we'd know two of the three things. But there'd be a variable, and I just look over at Justin. Justin goes, "Ah, I don't know what this is." I go, "Justin, you know what you, you, know what you can do, right? Two things: one, use a spreadsheet, which you hated." <laughs> I go to. I hate Excel so much. <laughs> I lie on my resume. I do not know how to use Excel like I thought I did. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> re- no one does. I recently applied for an operations man- manager position, and they were like, here's a test on Excel. And I Uh-oh. took it, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I better update my CV. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I'd say I'm between beginner and intermediate. I can filter, and, you know, I love using it. It's very organized. But if you're asking me to do, like, complex pivot tables, I can do a very basic one for you, maybe, mm. if I'm lucky. Or I can log things on Excel. Right, I can create cells. I can use formulas and things like that, but that's about the extent of it. But yeah. I can merge a cell. There you go. Yeah. Can you merge them? Just you like, got it. Now it's two of these cells that are put together. What was one is now two, I or vice versa. I am God. I can also unmerge cells. Oh no, no, no! I don't. I don't fuck with unmerging anything. I send that to the next department. You're like, sorry. Uh, can you unmerge this for me? <laughs> like I hate you. So you're from the South Suburbs. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what else? Uh, so you said you've been in, in Chicago for five years? Yeah. So I originally came here to go back to school because I went to Western Illinois University, which people have asked me what part of, the, of Illinois is that? The West. <laughs> yeah. They thought it was the South, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, I went for journalism and I was like, ah, you know what? This is not for me. What city was Western in? Uh, Macomb. Okay, gotcha. My sister mm-hmm. went. 
Really? Okay, cool. Nice. What did she major in? Teaching. Oh, yeah, a lot of people do <coughs> that. It's either, that it's either teaching or like it's teaching? or it's uh, law enforcement. Those are the two. Gotcha. Majors cool. Oh, that's right, because you were in law enforcement. Yeah, I was a police cadet growing up. That's right. Seriously? Yes. Like, did you go from journalism to that, or no, that no, to no. journalism? In high school, I was a police cadet, so we went through a whole like program where we had to basically train like we we're training for the police academy. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I went to college for journalism and it, I hated it. I wrote for the I wrote for the newspaper on <laughs> campus and I was really really like embarrassed because I wrote a sh- crappy article. Um, and I just didn't use like my integrity, I guess, according to the public relations chair who What does that mean? Like <laughs> Exactly. Well, like I just wasn't being like I editorialized a little bit, but uh, okay. that's why I'm there is to learn and Right, uh, right. Yeah, so there was like a letter to the editor saying like, rah, 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 this is a bad article who writes a fucking letter to the editor of a school newspaper right i don't know the editor just comes over we're never gonna get the pulitzer for this (laughs) this kind of shitty writing (laughs) i went to the bar later that night and this guy was like hey uh uh read that uh letter to the editor are you okay and i was like wow beer please (laughs) people are reading your work that's good as well as the follow-up yeah and i was like you know this isn't for me so i was gonna come back to school to go to do writing, and then I st- stumbled upon in comedy accidentally. I took some acting classes at Second City, and then um, somebody was like, uh, you know, they're, it's a comedy school. And I was like, uh, yeah. And they're wow. like, you should probably just take an improv class. It'll help you with acting. So I did that, and then I've just been going through the motions. Nice. I wouldn't say you've been going through the motions. <laughs> I say you've been slaying it, obviously. Thank you, Doug. Absolutely. Doug has to say that because we're in a show together. I don't have to say that. I say because I want to. Contractually <laughs> obligated to say this. We performed at Italy, you know, which was we an amazing did. opportunity. Oh, my God. Can we just go over? Because Doug told me briefly it what awesome. it was like to, to yeah. perform at Italy of all places. Like, like It was an experience. You know, it's it's and that's really what I have to say about Italy. It's it's not just food, guys. It's not just shopping. <laughs> it's an experience. It's an experience. <laughs> But what was it like, like performing? Because, I mean, you guys are normally, mm-hmm. you're so used to performing on stage in right. front of audiences, know they're there for improv, sitting down, facing you. You mm-hmm. got a light guy, you got a sound guy. Like, <laughs> like what was what was the experience like? So I work there, and they came to me. They know I do comedy outside of work. And they're like, hey, do, would you want to do an improv show at Chicago Craft Beer Week, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Um, so we had just finished our conservatory shows. And I was like, let's just, you know, do one last hoorah show and, like, have fun well it wasn't a ticketed event so i was under the assumption that they were going to do a better job at promoting the show sure so people are eating and it was in la birreria which is um like one of our restaurants inside of italy and it's kind of closed off and it's got windows all around and uh (laughs) i walk in and they're like oh yeah so you're just gonna do you need a microphone to introduce yourself and i was like I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. So then they set up a little like PA system and then um, people are just eating. And when it's time to go on, I have the uh, this guy inter- inter- introduce me and then I introduce the group and we just start improvising. But nobody expected it. So people were like, it was awesome. Um, Do I look? What is happening? And we had like I had I had like drafted people to come watch us. Yeah. 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 From my job. But. If it wasn't for them, like the people would probably have been real mad. <laughs> it was really fun for me just because like immediately I was like, Okay, these are extremely tall ceilings. There's yeah. a lot of noise. Right, right. So I was like, I basically have to yell this whole time. Yeah. So I'm just gonna play my normal thing, which is angry characters, because that's what I go to. <laughs> sure. So I'll just yell at people the whole time. Yep. And you know, it was also like for me, I was like, Okay, um, Go easy on the dick jokes. I was going to say, like, did you guys have to, like, pull it back and, like, G-rate it? I I know you did, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. It means a lot, actually. I respect that. I kind of warned people. I was like, you know, it's my job, so, like, just remember that, whatever that means to you. Um, And, uh, yeah, we didn't have a stage, so it wasn't, like, a formal presentation of an improv group. So it was kind of us just, like... Playing with chairs, that's what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, it was, I had fun actually. Because People in the audience are thinking, is this a, like a flash mob gone wrong? I like, remember there's like possibly. eight of them. Like, in, the, in the middle of it too, like some people were like walked in front of us to sit down. Like I was sitting there going, you know, yeah. what's funny is I've done other shows that felt incredibly like awful. Like why are we here? Like mm-hmm. at theaters and I felt I had more fun at Italy than I did. <laughs> 
Like we we, cool. we opened for Weary Travelers and there was nobody there and yeah. we oh, felt wow. like dog shit yeah. during our set there and then I go to Italy I'm like I'm having a f- I'm having a blast that's awesome and at the, at the end some guy in a suit was like hey nice job yeah I was like <laughs> all right hey thanks man <laughs> thanks for thanks for putting up with that that's cool yeah, yeah. I mean that's awesome. good I yeah, mean that's cool. That's cool. unexpected I guess performance and what's what's funny too is like everyone was uh, we didn't really talk about what we were gonna do in advance mm-hmm. so I know like one of the guys was like terrified he was like we're like he's like so uh what, what are we do what are we doing we haven't prepared he's, he's like uh, so what's the deal here and like literally it's like we're going on at 7 15 it's like 7 13 he's like well, what are we? and everyone's i'm like claudia just ordered a chicken like a chicken had just shown up because they fed us which was really nice i'm like you, you probably don't want to eat that right now because we're gonna go up in two minutes and he's like so how long are we doing i'm like i don't know i think uh 25 30 he's like what he goes are you shitting me <laughs> But go, it went by pretty quickly. I was like, like no, we're going to TJ and Dave this shit, man. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I'll do seven, max. That's what I'm doing, seven. <laughs> I'm walking off. I'm seven minutes. He goes, he's looking at me, he goes, Are you, you? I'm like, hey, man, she said from 7.15 to 7.45, so <laughs> we're good to go. He's like, oh. <laughs> and and, and part he, of was, it, he was a last-minute addition. Oh, too. was he? Okay, yeah, okay. so we, we were scrambling to, like, get enough people and i had never played with him before and I, there was another girl i had never played with before either mm-hmm. so it was like some of us i mean we'd been in conservatory together like yeah. as as, a, as different classes so i'd seen him before and i was confident in playing with him mm-hmm. but everyone was like bruh, bruh. <laughs> and i was it's like so i was like guys funny. hey let's go out there and just have some fun yeah you know yeah had most of these people never like done an outside outside of like class performance no i they think have. they had okay i mean we've all done a lot of bar prof but like okay mm-hmm. I think that's this was a unique one. Okay, yeah. And then we show up. It's like you're looking around. You're like, I'm like looking at these guys who aren't even speaking English. They're like in suits and ties, drinking wine. I'm like, you guys are in for a show. (laughs) I've actually I've performed, but they knew that we were coming at um, a company holiday party where everyone is drunk. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And they fed us and paid us, which was nice. But like, oh man, people were just wanted to be involved and Ugh. yelling things and they're like can we get a suggestion of a celebrity for her and this guy was like Kim Kardashian Kim Kardashian and people were saying other things and it was like okay clearly it's Kim Kardashian that we're doing today <laughs> but it was it was an experience <laughs> and it was less it was more it was less enjoyable than the Italy one just sure. because people were just being yeah. belligerent and not yeah. paying attention it's yeah. hard to it's hard to survive those yeah but you know what's interesting about being terrified? What's that, Doug? Just fears in general. Fears. Fears. And fears? That's, that's what we're going to talk about today, guys, is fears. Hey. Fears. Specifically, fears in America. Ah, yes. Anyone that's not, that's different than me. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm afraid of, says <laughs> I. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Justin's just right off the bat, just <laughs> digging into his fears. So I thought this was interesting because there's just been a lot of stuff on the news uh, generally lately about you know, different things and obviously with the elections coming up and things like that, people mm-hmm. are just seem like they're terrified of okay. everything. I mean, can I just put it out there what I'm terrified? Or are well, we going to start broaden and narrow it down? Hey, if you want to start, we start, we do whatever we want here on Mind Games. I'm just saying, if you had if you had a thought, if you had an outline of how this was going to go, I'll adhere to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time you've ever adhered to anything. I'm terrified <laughs> to not adhere to your outlines. <laughs> there we go. Well, I was going to, and I, it's oddly enough, Yasmin actually had been looking at the same article that I had, so yep. high five. Um, and uh, it was kind of talking about sort of like, I had an article from 2015 as well as one from 2014 of people who studied some of the top fears oh, uh, in America. And um, they talked about the different domains of fear. Mm-hmm. Like there's 10 major domains, mm-hmm. um, which is like, so like kind of categories like crime, daily life environment and government, judgment of others, man-made disasters, natural disasters, personal anxieties, personal future, and technology. That's so, a pretty comprehensive list, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so and within there, there's subcategories. Like under crime, there's murder, rape, theft, burglary, fraud, you know, uh, environments, global warming. Sure. Man-made, like bio-warfare, terrorism, things like that. Um, so based on that kind of like, you know, brief category – uh, thing just you know Justin what do you think is like what do you think people are fa- most afraid of in America right now like what what would you say as far as like uh, yeah that was a terrible question <laughs> waiting for an official my mind went off a cliff and I was like Mm-mm. what he happened was it was like gap. Super Mario Brothers and he just went out into a little hole and was like boom 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 that's pretty good thank you yeah I'm gonna have to sample that <laughs> 
That's when he died. <laughs> Good job. So what do you, what is the what do I think is the general? Yeah, the I mean, based right on now? based on what you you know, because you you are a news junkie. If I know one, you just hey, are, you are stuck on the news. That's what I do twenty four seven CNN from the time I wake up to the time I close my eyes <laughs> and, and I keep it on when I'm asleep. Based on you know your friends, we've talked about with your friends, with your family, uh, just you know things that you've seen. What do you think are how do you what do you think are some of the biggest fears in America right now? I think honest. Well, right now, I think one of the biggest ones is is everyone's got a political fear. Like it's mm. it's it's oh, the, absolutely the right the right wingers are all afraid that you know we're gonna get a, a socialist or a fascist or whatever in or a in woman office or or woman you know goddamn woman or you know and then the lefties are are all f- afraid of you know Trump and rightfully so um, <laughs> if that's if I can go there um, Justin you can go wherever <clears throat> you want uh, I think it just did. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think obviously, I think it's it's both both sides are are super nervous to what's going to happen come uh, come November. Uh, outside of that, I mean, obviously, it's I would say uh, you know race is is kind of the big topic right now. You know, it's mm. people afraid of other races and afraid you know that their race is going to be hated against. Like, I th- I would say that's probably top of the top of the list right now. I would also say fear of being racist. Yeah, like I feel oh, like that's that, a good one. Yeah, a lot of people. <clears throat> are terrified of that so they think jumping in and having a view on what's a certain issue is going to make it better take less pressure off of them to feel like oh i'm part of the problem right but that's huge absolutely a lot of people don't really need to say anything because it's not their (laughs) issue to talk about (laughs) that is such a great statement because a lot of people don't understand that you can just Shut up. Yeah. Like, you don't have to chime in. That's a great point. It's interesting because I, I feel like now, too, it's so hard um, to to even just have a conversation about this mm-hmm. sort of stuff because it, I, I'd say I would I would ascribe myself to subscribe. I don't know, whatever. I'd align myself, I guess, with that because when something happens, you see the polar sides. Oh, yeah. And then as you're trying to work your way to have a discussion to right. find what you find, I guess, is the truth. Mm-hmm. You navigate that minefield of like, I'm not saying that it's okay to shoot people. Right. But this was a police officer who felt like his life was threatened because the guy had a gun. But life is sa- life is sacred. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you're trying to navigate that right, right. field while just actually right. just talking about what happened. Right. And it's really hard to have an actual constructive dialogue. Yeah. I mean, a days. lot of people don't use basic critical thinking anymore like they have so many avenues to just have all of this material or whatever they have to say or whatever they're thinking they have social media to just throw it all like throw up yeah in and so they they use that and they they forget it's okay to take a second to actually look at the bigger picture right and they're afraid that if they don't say anything then they're doing something wrong. Or yeah. I wonder if it's that or also the fact that if they don't say anything, their voice won't be heard. Like it's, yeah. it's like they have to, mm. you know, it's the whole uh, joke about, you know, someone posts something and then the first comment just says first, like just because I'm here first. Like, so everyone <laughs> I wants. I feel like That's that has true. gone away. Thank God. Oh, no, it has. has. It? Oh, it has? I, I haven't yeah. seen it as much anymore, but there for a long oh, time that was, was just awful it was for like who could seven years who seven, could comment years. first so first first it's like with, shut up <laughs> with the twenty four hour news cycles and with yeah. all the interconnection like with the world being more interconnected than it has ever been ever in the history of the world mm-hmm. everyone feels like they need to put their opinion out there and you really don't need to put yeah, your opinion there's, out there's there. an avenue for everything nowadays like you name any sort of blog facebook twitter right. whatever you Podcast. have an, exactly <laughs> you have an opportunity to, to put your opinion out there and to not only that but to great effect mm-hmm. right you know a hundred years ago you know the most you could do is go to your local bar and just start talking shit you right. know right. in front of some people and that was it I mean, nah, even, that's kevin the town drunk don't worry even about politicians him. were like we're gonna go on a train tour and you know try to get out there and try to talk to people at all these different stops but even then that was limited whereas now like people can get fired immediately right. for a terrible joke mm-hmm. or for anything you just be like boom you're done you're done you're gone you're out you're and and i think that is a good i don't know if it's good or bad i don't know that right? that that you so have good. that you have the ability to express your opinion to that magnitude i think part of it too is this it's still a new thing Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that you aren't just shouting this down the hall to your mom or your brother. 
Hey, hey, Dan, right. I heard this great joke about black people. You want to hear it? Like, it, you, instead, you're getting on a mm-hmm. PA system that goes to the entire world. Yeah. Guys, you want to hear this right. hilarious what joke? No, 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 no. You know, like. I think used appropriately, it could be a good thing because you're, at that point, you're learning. So you, maybe he didn't know it would be offensive if he said yeah. this certain joke. But now that people are reacting to it in a bit broader spectrum, like. He's able to learn from it and be like, okay, wow, I never looked at it that way, yeah. which is ideal for people to be able to learn from things that they say, but that's right. not always the case, Yeah, it's the, it's the catch-22 with it is right. because like he, it would be a fantastic learning possibility if mm-hmm. people didn't just immediately chast, like he, he's out of society right. now, you know, and I so like people swing so mm-hmm. far, like polar opposites when anything like that happens. Right. So since we're talking about fears, that's one of my greatest fears. You've, is, yeah, you've talked about that what? for a while. Is basically becoming a part of some sort of viral story oh, that where really? all of a sudden my point of view, I'm uh, people will look at me in one of two lights, mm-hmm. and regardless of what the truth is, they stick in those camps yeah. for better or worse. You had one and, really good example that you used to pull up, the uh, the Ohio, oh, with yeah, three yeah. women that were rescued. In Cleveland, Ohio, there was a guy that had captured like three or four women for decades. And uh, oh, yeah. one of them broke free and ran next door to the guy mm-hmm. who was who ended up calling the cops and found you know basically saved him. And when they were interviewing him, he was just he was just an odd guy. He was just like, yeah, I was just going to McDonald's and just you know a white lady runs at you, you know you got to answer him. Or he just said some like mm-hmm. interesting stuff. So day one, he's a hero because right. he saved him. Day two, he's he's the butt of a joke. People auto tune. His, uh, his his interviews and, and everything like that. Day three, he's a villain because someone researched his background and saw that 15 years prior, he had a domestic abuse charge against him oh with God. someone. And all of a sudden, they're like, I thought I believed in this guy, but now he's a terrible person. So in that span of time, mm-hmm. hero, butt of joke, villain. Vilified, yeah. And that to me, I was like, this is horrifying because all this guy did was try to help someone. And then all that other stuff happened. I guess yeah. I didn't realize that happened to that guy. Maybe yeah. that's where the Kimmy Schmidt opener happened. Like, yeah. Maybe oh, that's yeah? what they're parodying. Yeah, because oh, I remember that story, and I was, like, horrified at it. Yeah. But it's weird how people draw up, like, who cares about that guy's background? That's right. his life. Like, he... Again, all the cops we all got we all got skeletons in our closet that we don't <laughs> yeah. want dredged back up. Like a lot on the internet and obviously on Facebook is we were. I think you said this. You're only seeing the best reels of people's life yes. on yeah. Facebook. You're yes. not seeing. Oh yeah, you're you're the constantly right. comparing your B-roll to everyone's highlight reel. Exactly. Yeah. That's the that's the phrase that yeah. you use. So to to have that out there and to, for someone to immediately the mob mentality, I think, is what terrifies me the right. most. Is that someone will get on a crusade, and for better or worse, and even if. It's for a good reason, mm-hmm. um, you know. Like take the Harambe gorilla issue that happened. Right. Like they were because people were petitioning to have the the mother be brought up on charges. Like yeah, have for her the child the gorilla. Be taken away. And, yeah. and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! Everyone, chill the fuck out. Like right. and not only that, but like people were like, you know, what they say? Like uh, if a bitch would just be watching her child, oh you God. know, none of this this gorilla would have yeah. been dead. And I was like, whoa. All right, look, I'm a brand new parent here, mm-hmm. and I can already tell you, I'm going to lose my child at one point in time. It is <laughs> going to happen. I will lose sight of them, and they will wander I'm away. Guaranteed. Child. It yeah. is going to happen. It happened to me when I was a kid. I got away from my parents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, I, yeah. That happened to me. It happens. And the thing is, it's like that's a situation where the mother told the child, according to the articles I read, he's like, I'm going to get in the moat. And she was like, no, you're not. And then she turned away to pay attention to her other children mm-hmm. for a moment, and the kid was like, "Boom, gone." Right. And then she looked back, and she's like, "Whoa, shit!" And then he's in the he's in the enclosure. Right. Like, kids do stupid shit because they're curious. I'm like, this woman should be brought up on charges for that. I'm like, I, I love animals. Sucks the gorilla had to die. Yeah. But I mean, what would you rather have as a headline? You know, <laughs> gorilla destroys baby, or gorilla dies and child is saved. Like, what? What's the choice there? Right. It's not a good choice. Right. I mean, one way or the other, someone, someone's getting. No, no one's coming out of that with the, the I mean, odds sure of it going well are so slim you can't take the chance. I'm sure there would be people if the kid was harmed. Like, oh, that's what that kid gets. You know. Like, right. <laughs> so you really can't. You can't. He's lucky. He's lucky. He's not my kid because he'd be yeah. hurt worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Well then, uh, you guys, uh, the the um, uh, what was the other one that came out? The Chewbacca mom, the woman in her car. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was if you if anyone with a with a brain in their head watched that video, that was pure unadulterated joy that she right. was experiencing, and yeah. it was 
Like you can't watch that and not laugh yourself based right. off of how purely like she's just amused. Right. Yeah. And then a couple of days later come the onslaught of oh, no. all the the fat comments and the trailer trash comments and the based off of how she was dressed that day and like it was it's just like it, 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 and I feel like we're going back to a prior topic in the podcast of just how the internet sucks but yeah. like you know they just the internet breaks like all the goodness that like yeah. they, sounds like they have a fear of being a good person right <laughs> like, you know i wonder if that is a thing like possibly it's like that that line in the dark knight rises where it's like hope cannot survive in the prison it must be stamped out which is why they try to kill you know the baby and bane stays up stands up for talia al ghul which ultimately almost leads to the destruction of gotham city but Ooh. god bless batman <laughs> that's the point of that story <laughs> Speaking of fear, you know who criminals fear? Batman. All right. (laughs) How does this always happen? It's like it's for as much as you suck with transitions, like you really do this easily. Hey man, it's like this six degrees of Batman. I'll get us there one way or another. I'll get us there. I love it. So, um, based on some of the the big fears that were on this list, uh, uh, one of the biggest fears was corruption of government officials. I don't feel like that's a fear. I feel like that's just a thing. I feel like that's just a fact. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fact. And I mean, I it's funny because to myself, I'm like, nah, it's not that bad, right? Bullshit. But then I see stuff all the time where I'm like, yeah. I see these horrible documentaries. Hor- like I've been in a documentary kick lately, and I've been yeah. watching yeah. a lot of them. And Jesus Christ, are these fucking depressing? Yep. Just like corrupt everything. Where I'm like, oh, god damn it. And yeah. it's and, and again, I I can understand that. I think in the sense of they're afraid that they're going to be on the receiving end of corrupt officials. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anyone's ever watched, you know, ha- has watched uh, Making a Murderer, I mean, geez. I still have to watch that. I haven't. Oof, that will. Ugh. I have to. I have to believe that there's. I know that there's some stuff that's left out of that. It's very much from the side of the the, the victim in this. Okay. But when you see this, the the way that those police handled these cases, you got to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Has no one seen the first forty eight? Yeah, these guys know how to handle a case and how to do this. Or if you watch the Central Park Five, oh god, these kids are just basically forced to tell to confess to a murder or a rape that they didn't do because they were being held for fifteen to thirty hours without a lawyer, and they were tired and scared, so they wanted to go home. So they're like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I'm just. And you see that stuff, and you're like, "Are you fucking shitting me?" Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if that those positions attract that personality type, or if it's just so. Uh, it's just, or or once you get in there, you've just got so much like hitting you from all sides. Mm-hmm. Like you know, hey, if you bend this rule, you get all. You know, I'll give you all this other stuff. Or if you bend that rule, I'll give you all that other stuff. Like it could just be the environment. Like, mm-hmm. I, what do you think? I think so. I think it's hard not to be a sociopath in that kind of environment. <laughs> like, I feel like you almost have to be. Yeah. Uh, just because there's, yeah, you can go in with great intentions for in any political office, but that's never the case because of the way the system is set up, right? right. So it's all, it's a part of the, pro, it's the system is the problem. Yeah. And there's nobody who has enough power to change it. Like, why do we still have the Constitution that we did back in like hundreds of years ago, you know, like why do we still? We've have got that? amendments to the constitution. We have amendments, but like we've what? got amendments, <laughs> right? But you, you know what I mean. Most importantly, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. God have, bless America, or the I right have, to arm bears, whatever, whatever you, you want, want to do. However you want I to talk about. I was going to say it. I have bear arms on right now. Very furry. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Family Guy cutaways. Yeah. Is when they're like they talk about the right to bear arms, and it's like, and uh, every American has the right to bear arms. Do you think this is uh, they're going to misinterpret this? He's like, no, everyone has the right to have a pair of bear arms hanging over their, bear, their mantle. There's a pair of bear arms. Just <laughs> 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 so stupid. I was like so, so dumb, but I loved it. That's but like a know, James Conklin joke right yeah. there. <laughs> But I've always I've thought the same thing for a long time is that you know uh, like even like with someone like I've I've been very pro Obama throughout his entire presidency mm-hmm. but I think that he had a very very pure desire when he got into office mm-hmm. and he really I think he was one of the few politicians who I've seen come through who actually wanted to and this is all personal you know belief but mm-hmm. who actually wanted to do like nothing but good and like change everything for everyone in the best possible way. Right. And then you just get hit with all this other bureaucracy and red tape and bullshit. And then you finally just go, 
fuck it. Like, no one wants to work with me. Like, God damn it. Like, what am I supposed to do? Part of what, what I, I think what people realize is there's a lot of compromise involved mm-hmm. with that. Right. You got to give something here, get something right. there. And, and then once you start to compromise, that just opens the floodgates for all this other stuff to come yeah. in, and it just sucks. It's, yeah. pol- it's politics, which I hate, because yeah. that's what it is. You got to scratch someone's back, to yeah. have someone scratch yours. And what I also think is interesting, kind of going back to the idea of corruption and, like, that Central Park Five uh, documentary, um, it would the kind of the basis for that was uh, it was Central Park in the eighties and a white woman was raped you know brutally in mm-hmm. this in this in Central Park and a lot of people say it was racially like you know if it had been any other race no one would have given a shit but mm-hmm. since it was a white woman and there were black kids mm-hmm. who allegedly did it and what I think about this is the trolley problem yeah from last from last podcast or where we were talking essentially about. Um, the idea of they needed to solve this case fast, and so for them, they were willing right. to. If you guys didn't listen to the the, the, the trolley problem, then essentially shame it's, on you. Shame <laughs> on you. Essentially, it's you have a trolley that's going out of control. You can either leave it on its tracks and it kills five people, or you change the track and it kills one person who's on a separate track. And for this, they're like, "What's more important? We have we could potentially have a mob of people seeking justice, so we either find someone quickly and." Try them and convict them and be like, it's done, it's over with, we found them, and we move on, or we take our time and try to do it right. I'm not saying they were like, because they stand by it, they're like, no, we did it right! And it's like, no, you didn't, you didn't do it right, but for them, like, you know, what's more important, satisfying the public in the face of potential outrage as quickly as possible, or, you know, really making sure you do get it right. That sounds like a man-made disaster, which is a huge fear, <laughs> according to Hey, <laughs> that's how you do a fucking segue See? right there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. She's um, got your job from now on. I've she lost my job so many times, it's not even funny. <laughs> another one, uh, which I thought was saying it was cyber terrorism, was another top fear. People are afraid of that? Yeah. That's yep. one big fear. That's number two. That was number two. See, I would, I, I would assume like nuclear terrorism, but like <laughs> cyber terrorism. I think I part I'm of it is not that scared of cyber terrorism. It's, I probably should be, but yeah. I'm not. Like, I mean, Twitter was hacked recently. No, it wasn't hacked. They it, someone installed malware and stole a bunch of passwords mm-hmm. to people. I guess I just I, Sony got hacked. That's, Bank of America got hacked. Uh, Target. Um, Target. Like these places get hacked mm-hmm. all the time, and it's like. Uh, but for me, I'm like, oh, I don't use Bank of America. I'm good. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't go to Target I mean, that much. Even that's if fine. It did get hacked. Like, I feel like I don't have a lot to offer. So, like, why do you want? <laughs> you can hack me. That's probably the worst <laughs> attitude to have. But I'm always like, it's. Really, I'm. I'm 100 and that's ah, not going to happen to me. <laughs> that's and that's. I the play wor- the numbers. Yeah. They're like, you know, three million people's passwords yeah. are compromised. I'm like, I'm eh, probably not one of them. Yeah, was there a couple billion in the guy? Ah, forget like, about it. Ah, yeah. I don't win the lottery. I'm not winning this one. Right. So. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, that's. It's funny, like where your head will go with the like it can't happen to me or the right. you know like with like, yeah. with that I'm like so like you know th- there are other fears where I'm just like oh my god I need to watch the fuck out and oh I'm right. in danger but like that I'm just like that nah, can't happen to me like where your mind will go and how it will justify or rationalize different things like that. To be fair, extremely close to that is terrorist attacks. So okay. like like a tenth of a percentage. And then just above that is corporate tracking of personal information. I honestly could care less. That doesn't about bother that. me. Does that either. bother you? No, it doesn't. Like I said, I don't have a lot of things <laughs> to, to offer. That I'm pretty boring. Because here's what I'll say too. Like, although I'm sure it's an invasion of privacy, and this is probably the wrong attitude to have, but I don't mind targeted ads. If you're going to send an you know an online mm-hmm. ad that actually relates to me, I'm on board with I it. I mean, I do when I'm like. I'm googling bloated uterus, and then all I see is a whole bunch of like bloated uterus. Wait, things. wait, wait! Why were you why were you googling bloated bloated uterus? It's my fear to admit that. So I'm not <laughs> gonna lie, I'm afraid of a bloated uterus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It runs in my head. <laughs> I guess the only going back to let's change gears a little. bit. <laughs> let's get away from the flawless transition. Nice. Right there. Well done. Well done. Um, I think maybe like people that are afraid of cyber attacks or are the wealthy, maybe. Uh, or people hmm. like the one percent out there, like who, like I can't imagine somebody, people that I know being terrified of the systems going down. I think that's also part of the problem too, is we're so used to the systems running all the time, yeah. That when they do go down, it's kind of like oh, oh, they they aren't impervious because right. I just, I don't know anything about it. I, as yeah. far as I know, it's um, magical wizardry that's running beneath our streets that allows my internet to work. Like, I don't know. But I remember Y2K when they thought that <laughs> the computers Y2K. were just going to 
malfunction and everything was going to be awful. Like, I'm thinking to myself, well, aren't there, like, villages that don't use any of this <laughs> right. of these things in other parts of the world that are not as advanced as our society is? Like, it's okay. They're still alive. <laughs> like, they're doing right. okay. Absolutely. And not to mention, we made it up to this point without it. Right. You know, it's still a very recent... All this infrastructure is very recent. I also think it's it's possible because so many things run through technology now yeah. that we haven't seen a dramatic... Like, no one's shut down a city like a power grid yet. Right. Mm-hmm. No one's shut down a nuclear reactor yet or caused it to malfunction yet. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't really seen the effects of a massive cyber terrorism like attack like people have gotten their passwords stolen but we've seen facebook go down for a day yeah we haven't seen we've seen twitter malfunction it's like people like oh whatever but i mean (laughs) someone i mean technically speaking someone could probably do something pretty ridiculous based on how the technology works yeah you know uh or entire you know companies like the entire company of sony got hacked from their Entertainment division, you know, basically all their movies and emails to like their entire uh, PlayStation network right. shut down. Like mm-hmm. they've caused all sorts of stuff like that to happen, which, while inconvenient to you know to Sony and to people who play PlayStation, to me personally, I was like, eh. right. So they leaked. Uh, so they they leaked company, that movie, right? The people that are making millions are the yeah. ones who were affected. Sure, but and I feel like I should probably be more concerned about that because I'm just like eh, everything's fine. <laughs> you got millions somewhere we don't know about. No. Doug. What's your account number? <laughs> uh, well, since you asked, right? um, yeah, you're not you're not afraid of it. Pull out your credit card. Read well, the numbers. I'm afraid now. Read your numbers if you're not afraid. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's funny because like I was reading today about the Twitter malware that someone installed and stole like the passwords for a bunch of people. Most people's passwords are one, two, three, four, five, six. Right. What? Password, password one. Yeah. Password like it was just like they made fun of it. They made reference to space balls because in that movie, like <laughs> the, it was one, two, three, four, five. Like what kind of idiot has that? It's like you locked your luggage, and you know they're like, but that's the stuff. I look at. I'm like, well, at least I'm not doing that. I do right. have more complex passwords yeah. than that, and they change regularly, so I have a little bit more confidence <laughs> in it. But if you have a malware, it doesn't matter. It's going to you know record your keystrokes. But password, password. I'm like, really, guys. Really? We're better than this. Come we on. are better than this, you sons of bitches. <laughs> to be honest, whenever I try to bum someone's Wi-Fi, I'm like, password one, two, three? It's like, <laughs> like, it's like no. some derivative of that, yeah. Like have, you ever, have you ever succeeded with that? No, almost I thought I was going to. I was like, oh, oh, it's taking a while. And I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, sorry, not going to happen. It's like the Archer joke. Whenever they try to hack into something, they just try the password guest, and it works. They're like, oh, my God, it worked. <laughs> also on the list of top ones, there's um, economic collapse. Eh. Again, I feel like we should be more terrified of that because, mm-hmm. like, like it's happened to Greece, it's happening to Puerto Rico. Yeah, we're so interconnected to, like, globally that it's really hard to imagine us not having it. And I just watched The Big Short, which mm-hmm. also got me riled up. I watched that, and I would love to have a separate discussion about that because <laughs> I feel like we could fill an entire podcast with that. Absolutely, movie. we yeah. could go in. And, so I don't really understand what happened. What do you do? That's essentially <laughs> what I, wa- I want to talk about it because I need to figure it. So out. So we're going to add that to the list of, <laughs> right, of primer and uh, predestination. Big short, got right. it. Cool. Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda. Another. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, Three ninjas. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I did agree to that though, didn't I? No, I didn't. I agreed to something. I think else. you just did. No, I didn't. Uh, another one is running out of money in the near future, like personally yeah, or personally. Oh yeah, that's a like that's a that's a two week worry for me. <laughs> that's happening all the time, um, which I thought was it's because it's which were really interested me on this was kind of like the general fears that people had answered to, and they they uh, uh, interviewed fifteen hundred people hmm. for this, which I thought was interesting. Um, to see their reactions to that sort of stuff. And one of the top ones from everyone, regardless of, of race, class, economic, like the, it was it was fear of running out of money. The top one was uh, government corruption. Right, but I'm saying that was near the top, you said, right? Yes, like, it was, in, was, it was so, in like the top ten. Right, it was like which, is, the which is fascinating. Because you got to assume they did a pretty broad, like they cast a pretty broad net with they that. Did. So, you know, like it doesn't matter where you are in your, you know, Again, like you know, race, sex, social class, like it. That seems to be a constant fear for everyone. Well, I think the the whole idea, especially with our capitalistic society, is we're going to make enough money to then retire mm-hmm. and be okay. Mm-hmm. And now we've seen that, especially from two thousand eight and nine eleven. That's mm-hmm. like that's rocked economic stuff happening to people, and right? That's ruined their retirement yep. and things like that. So all of a sudden, people are like, oh shit, I have to go back to work. And so I think that is a legitimate. I mean, I you know 
I'm 33, and I'm like, I'm saving for retirement, but I'm like, will I ever really be safe? Like, I will ever have enough? Right. Well, no, you got a kid now. You won't. I think, too, by the time that we retire, we won't have any Social Security. Oh, Social Security's never been (laughs) in my my plans for retirement. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not going to get anything from that. (laughs) I'll pay for it, never get it, whatever. What am I going to do? Are you, like, aware, though, of what you're investing in? Yes. Okay, good. Because not a lot of people are, and they kind of rely on their financial advisor, if they have one, to do so. Yes. I, I had a financial advisor that got us started, and I feel really good about what we're doing. Good. Which is good. So, Roth IRA. Know what you're investing in. 401k, <laughs> some mutual funds. You've diversified your portfolio. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of insurance, you know, both term and permanent, you know. We're doing okay. Good for you. One one day after work, some guys like, hey, we're going to go uh, play some shuffleboard at this bar. You want to come? I'm like, oh, actually, I'm going to meet with my financial advisor. And they stared at me like I was crazy. <laughs> this guy goes, uh, what, what, are you going to go buy a boat or something? I go, actually, oh, um, God damn it. a boat is a terrible investment. And here's why. And then he looked at me even crazier after that. I was like, yeah, you know, it's a depreciating asset, and there's so many other things that go into that. You really shouldn't yep. do that. I'm going to buy a boat one day just to spite you. <laughs> That's fine. You can name it depreciating asset. You can name it Doug. <laughs> Doug buy the boat. Just buy a canoe. Just buy, now nah, we're talking. You can still consider, yourself, a canoe. You can still consider yourself a captain yeah. because you own it, and you, you right? That yeah. work, that's how it works. You take it out on Lake Michigan. <laughs> you christen it. Right? With a bottle, right? Right. You, you break it's a bottle. A teen little, like one of those hotel bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a captain. <laughs> I knew a guy that had a canoe and he called himself a captain. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's all the hat that you wear. It's it is. All it's the all in the hat. Yeah. Um, another article I had from 2014 was kind of talking about also similar uh, fears. And um, what I thought was interesting about this was they had an interesting diagram. Uh, well, first of it is a, even though based on FBI and other crime statistics, crime has gone down in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. 82% of Americans feel like it's worse than it's ever been, which I think is part in, in part to uh, – actually, let me get that correct. I didn't – I don't think I said that correctly. Doug, I feel like you didn't say that correctly. Can you, can you do check those facts? So the majority of Americans believe that the following six crimes occur either more or a lot more than the past 20 years – than 20 years ago. 82.9% school shootings. I think we can all agree school shootings have probably – Got up more mm-hmm. since I 20 years ago. You'd feel like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Human trafficking, uh, gang violence, pedophilia, sexual assault, and child abduction. They think those things have uh, gotten worse. Even though they say statistically they have not? That's, yeah. Well, they say violent crimes and everything have gone down in the past 20 years. Yeah, I would say I'm definitely more worried yeah. just based off of, like, again, like Chicago winning all the all the titles of, like, most violent city. And We're this and number that. one. We're right? number one. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I just I definitely have more of a I definitely have there there's there's somewhere in the back of my mind that I'm definitely afraid of that. Yeah. I have to believe but that 20 years ago was what? 96? 96? God. Jesus. All right. I keep thinking 20 every time someone says like 20 years ago, I'm like, "Oh yeah, you mean like the 80s." That's right? what I think too. <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck, we're getting towards the end of the 90s now." I'm like, "Shit." Um, but I mean, I know that with advances in technology and uh you know, crime, that's why you see, like, when crimes are solved in the 80s, you're like, oh, of course, you guys are idiots. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? You don't know anything. Right, right. And they're like, well, we're better than 20 years before that. I'm like, yeah, I believe that, too. <laughs> but um, at the same time, then you see, like, these modern cases, like, making a murderer, where you're like, are you fucking shitting me? This is the year, two, this is in the 2000s. Right. How could you guys be doing this, you fucking idiots? Right. And you're like, that makes me lose hope. But I do believe that, in general, things are safer for the average person. If you think about, mm-hmm. you know the way our processes have evolved, our technology and things like that, I feel like it has gotten more difficult to uh, commit a crime and get away with it. I will contest that. Okay. I think it's more difficult to get away with a crime. I think it's easier to commit a crime. Interesting. Like what time, like what type of crime? Uh, well, I would say anything. Like, like okay. just you have there the, the access to, to guns, to... Uh, um, again, like hacking, like in people's information. Mm-hmm. The technology has made it so much easier to commit crimes. Yeah. Like if you're going to, there's there's things that you can put in your you know your wallet. You walk by and it will pull the data from mm-hmm. a yeah. uh, from a credit card. Another thing I saw, they were saying that people you can get uh, IR scanners, like infrared scanners, and you walk right, you pair that thing that pulls the data from the credit card with an IR scanner, 
and you can see the heat pattern left on the new the keypad. Oh, interesting. And so that's how they get your pin number. Hmm. And so like all this technology, and you can get it for relatively cheap. Like, yeah. so twenty years ago, you may have been able to commit a crime and get away with it. Now, or it may have been harder to commit a crime, but easier to get away with it. I think it's flipped where you can commit them. I think you're going to get caught quicker. But it doesn't stop the fact that the crime happens. That's interesting to, to note too, because technology has changed. Like I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I know people. I mean, there's some crimes that people are committing. This murder, murder is a crime that happened 20 years ago. That's happening now. Right. Identity theft, I feel like, has increased. I think there's always been yeah. some sort of identity theft, mm-hmm. but now, like you said, it's easier to pull that information from people and do that. So maybe those crimes. But they're have talking about violent crimes. Yeah, think, right? violent crimes and things like that. So like your sexual assaults, uh, your your robberies, mm-hmm. um, your um, murders, things like that. I feel like those have gone down. And I feel like people are given like a they have a lot of resources for not like to learn how to avoid things like that. So maybe that's why it's dec- or has it gone down or is it stayed the same? I think it's gone down. They say it's basically better than it was 20 years ago as far as like all overall mm-hmm. crime. And again, don't don't quote me on this. <laughs> This is my interpretation. I'm holding you to everything you said. Guys, it's official. Doug Cochran has said it on today, (laughs) June 9th in the year of our Lord, 2016. It's true. It's a fact. It's actually, you brought that up because you brought up about um, uh, people being aware. They also have a statistic on here, too, that um, uh, the less educated people are and the more TV they watch generates more fear. Which I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah. I feel like the more I know, the more terrified I would be. I once was told when I, I think I was in first grade, and I'll never forget it, that if I knew everything that happened with the U.S. government or government in the world, that I would be afraid to walk outside my front door every day. I feel like I was, I was told in, the same thing. I was in first grade. <laughs> like, <laughs> so ever since then, I'm like, wow. You know, I've had this like view of how politics works so that's why sometimes you don't you won't see me on facebook like i'm pro this or pro that because right. i'm like no man you guys don't even know yeah, right. <laughs> you don't even know the whole story this shit is going down yeah. <laughs> they're tracking you they're tracking you <laughs> yeah. supporting this person i think what they also mean by that is generally the and i'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings here but if if you are if you're less educated and you're just watching the tv you mm. may not be able to discern what's fact from fiction if you're watching 24 Hours News yeah. Networks and you're just reading and accepting and viewing whatever they're shoveling you right. and then you believe it, you're like, right. oh, well, th- right. I saw this on TV. It's true. It's no different than like I read this on the internet right. like right. I just did a few minutes ago. I'm like, I read something on the internet that said something about crimes going down and I believe it. Well, that's you where know? critical thinking comes in. Exactly. People that are more educated are better at critical thinking. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would totally agree with that. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I've, I've known people that are, you know, you ask them to get more information or to provide more details, and they're like, uh, uh. Yeah. Right. Like, I wonder how many people can tell me, like, why they liked Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what his plan was for how he was going to uh, get away with, not get away with, but, like, <laughs> make the make the minimum wage $15 an hour. What was his plan sure. of action to do that? Well, and people you, can't tell me that. S- you're speaking as if he's out of the race. I, well... <laughs> <laughs> He has not contested anything yet. I, okay, That's hilarious. I know. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah. like, and so many people are just on board with, you know, the news is saying, oh, this person is for this. So without you being educated enough to understand why or how they. That's one of the reasons why I hate election years, mm-hmm. because yeah. all you get is these news bits that mm-hmm. pop up, that That's pop up, that pop lines, up, yeah. that become the the running story or the the main dialogue which i'm like no there's more to it than that it's right. like any sort of court case that gets like really national news i'm always like all right look there's what you think socially that should happen one way or the other and then there's what happens in the eyes of the law right and i don't understand shit about what happens in the eyes of the law so while this seems crazy to the average person like myself i also understand that i'm like i'm not a lawyer I don't know how the law is interpreting this. I don't know what actual charges were filed. So I don't know how that dictates this or that. And I'm like, I don't have an opinion because also, guess what? I wasn't fucking there. <laughs> so I don't really know what happened. Right. Some people would be like, no, that guy totally fucking did it. He <laughs> yeah. totally fucking did it. And I'm like, how do you know? Well, I read a soundbite or heard a soundbite right. and blah, 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 blah. Or people base their opinions off of other people's opinions yes. all the time. Yes. <laughs> like, it's so or funny. they make it fit the something that's happening in the culture right. like they right. shove it in to uh something that's like oh 
this person beat up their wife. Mm-hmm. Terrible. This guy did something that's kind of similar. It's the same thing. I'm like, well, technically, you know, <laughs> maybe not. Like, each case should be viewed differently. I mean, yeah. it does. it's definitely something to say is like a status of, God, excuse me. What is happening with you right I'm now? I'm dying. Indigestion. <laughs> Indigestion. In my belly. My body's revolting against me. Those, Fuck you, cheese. I love you. Those three cheese sticks, man. <laughs> I also had some Velveeta shells and cheese before I came over. That's not cheese. Oh, I disagree. What yeah, is, but chemistry agrees like with her. Liquid. So My tummy also agrees with you. That's not the point. But... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't even know what we're talking about. What are we doing? I'm Ears. afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid of pooping my pants. You know what you shouldn't be afraid of? The throw down! <laughs> that all we get today? Throw down. Ooh. Ooh. Now put it together. Throw down. There you go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has she been educated in the throw down yet? Have I don't think I've told you about the throw down. No, what is that? So the throw down is when Justin will come up with two things, uh, and then we have to decide which one would... Would survive a, a, a battle to the death. Okay. Sometimes, oftentimes, it's superheroes, or sometimes it can be something crazy. Like if your clone of yourself, you know, age fifty, comes to fight you now, who would win? Ooh. Um, Ooh. So we'll we'll see. And I don't know what this is. Justin sure. conjures them up at the end. Okay. Of the, so end today of we're giving uh, big credit to Mr. Sam Cook. Ah, Sam Cook. Thank you, buddy. He, he gave uh, us a list of twenty-one. He spent a list. He spent a while putting a list together, and I was read through them, and, and there was one good one on there. And I only <laughs> one. Ouch! Because I'm gonna, like a knife. Because I'm going to use the rest, and I don't want him to think I used the rest. So gotcha. <laughs> there was only one good one. We're using it now, and the rest of them are. <laughs> yeah, mine. He'll never know that we're yeah. using those other ones. Either. Sorry, Sam. Um, so yeah. So today uh, we're going to do two people who wield a weapon known as the Psy. We're doing Electra. From Daredevil mm-hmm. versus Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that just happened. Uh, Marinate on that. I have to initially go with Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Because he's a mutant. I had the same thought initially. He also has a hardened shell, mm-hmm. which makes for great defense. Yeah, but yeah. Electra has hardened emotions. So she has a hardened shell, too. Raphael is also a teenager. So he may that's, not be thinking clearly. He that's could, a fair point. Obviously, and Raphael's also a hothead. He is. He is the hottest of huh. the heads in the Turtles. But so is Electra, in fairness. But Electra, Electra has that murderous instinct. I don't know if Raphael does. Yeah, I feel like teen, being a teenager is kind of a downfall. It's actually a huge A lot of people issue. don't remember that, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, how, how old will we say Raphael is? I'm putting Raphael at what, like 15, 16? Yeah, I think so. I would say we could go as high as 18. Okay. So anywhere between the 15 to 18 range. Okay. And if he's a normal teenage <laughs> Raphael, Ninja, <laughs> Ninja Turtle, <laughs> he's probably going to be distracted. I think Electra could probably use yeah. her, her womanly ways to distract him because we all know that they all love April O'Neil. Yeah. Specifically Michelangelo, no. which is kind of gross. Yeah, they might. I mean, it. he might internally make that connection like, oh my God, April. And oh, then, like, April, you look woman, like... You're a woman. You're a woman. <laughs> April's a woman. I like you. Yeah. Um, I would say, training-wise, ooh, who would I give the I know, right? upper hand to for training? Because Splinter, who is a mutant rat, Yeah. also, if you take the uh, backstory from the movie, he read a bunch of ninja novels, hmm. ninja manuals, and became trained in ninja ninjutsu. Did he, he also travel? watched his Did master? he travel? What's that? Did he travel to study? No, he was a rat. Again, if you're following the movie, like the newest movie, Michael Oh, the Bay, newest movie? Yeah. No. He found some manuals, read them, and mastered nope. them. So, no. <laughs> no. Trained, yeah, thank you. And then trained his If uh, I read a bunch kids. of Fuck novels. you, Michael Bay. <laughs> Fuck you, Michael Bay. <laughs> um, God damn it. Because <laughs> well, Elect- Electra was also trained by <laughs> Stick. Yes. And Stick is a hell of a, hell of a, treat, a teacher. Yeah. I feel like I would give the training edge to Electra. Strength-wise, I think I would give it to Raphael for that, str- for straight strength. That was the one like thing that I kept going back to. Is I was like, Raphael might be able to pull it out just because like he's he's big, like he's he's dense. He's like every time he's portrayed, like he just looks thick. Yeah, you know. Hmm. Plus, he's got the shell. What about agility? That's the other. That's the key though, too. Because he he also is pretty quick, but I feel like Electra would be quicker because although she. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't have that defensive shell, that I also think that would be a kind of a burden. Absolutely. Right. To get around. Yep. So we're basically looking like speed over strength versus like a little bit of fortitude with the with the shell, you know. But then you also got the training to kick yeah. in right. there, and you also have the mental capacity. And the killer instinct. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think she would be smart enough to know what kind of like position to get him in for him to like. She's, even if it's for, she's like, been documented seconds. that she's killed people before. We don't have any documentation that Raphael's killed before. Right. He's knocked out yeah. some foot soldiers, but he hasn't killed. Yeah. yeah. Maybe killed some robots, but that's different. Right. And killing a robot's not like killing a person. At least that's what my doctor says. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm giving it to Electra. I think I have to go Electra on this one. I just feel like, first of all, where are they fighting? Obviously, they're fighting in an alley in New York City. Gotcha. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. That's actually Hell's Kitchen. That's really yeah. impressive because that's exactly what I was picturing them in an alley yeah. or in a, in, a, in a warehouse in, yeah. in New York. That's what I was thinking. Hmm. Amazing. Warehouse. Yeah. Kind of a rainy night. Yeah. yeah. It's obviously... Why does it always have to be wet? It's, I imagine I the ground's know. wet. Yeah. There's debris. I feel like all the video games, That's where like that, those are the places you can choose to fight. Are yeah. Like dark <laughs> warehouses yeah, in the rain. Yeah, where you yeah. know that even if you fall and scrape your knee, you're walking away with some sort of infection because you don't know what's been there. <laughs> There's some sort of stagnant water or disease that just lives in that area that no one's even discovered yet. But All right, practical God, Doug. By God, it's in your knee now. Have fun. <laughs> you scraped your knee, now you're dead. Real quick before we wrap up here, I want to go back real quick and talk about just real quick, what's what's your greatest fear? Justin? My greatest fear? Yeah, on a personal level. My greatest fear, and I've had this fear since I was a child, is uh, not succeeding. Like being homeless, mm. running out of money, like just not... Like just failing at life and just living on the street. I, I, anytime I walk by and see some a homeless person, like I actually like I get my stomach tightens up because I'm like, how do you avoid? Like, what happened in your life that brought yeah. you to this point? Like, what happened? And it just terrifies the hell out of me. Mm. Going, I watched another. Depressing. Not to bring us down. <laughs> I, well, no. I'm going to bring us down a little bit more. I watched a documentary last night called The Overnighters, and there was a. It's basically about a bunch of people that are going to North Dakota to get work because uh, the oil industry was booming up there. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This was a different one altogether. It was uh, about the medical industry. <laughs> I don't industry. believe anything you're saying anymore. I medical can't trust industry. You. This medical. This woman it's was oil. It's medical. I don't know. This woman was at the count L.A. County Hospital. Uh, she was a lawyer who lost her business at 58, and she didn't have the. Uh, insurance anymore to go to like an actual doctor so she had to wait like 15 to 20 hours to see someone and I was like she goes I don't know what I'm gonna do like the director asked her like so what are you gonna do now she goes I don't know she started choking up and I was like that could be any of us right that's what I'm saying who's got goosebumps right now I do my stomach Fuck hurts. It. My stomach hurts too. <laughs> yeah, but Doug's stomach hurts because of Velveeta. Velveeta. <laughs> All right, so Yasmin, what's yours? your grace fear. Um, I'm going to grab your tissues, guys. Um, <laughs> no, my biggest fear, I think, is um, being stood up at the altar. Oh, both, shit. Like, act literally and metaphorically, like not being able to have what I'm giving reciprocated, sure. which I know is not supposed to always be the case, but especially like in love for sure, like being scared, like. If I love someone and they don't love me back, that's pretty sad. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. I've taken that yeah. for granted. I've been with Jill forever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Ugh. I don't miss those days. Yeah. yeah. Or even just like doing what we're doing now, like, you know, acting and sure. comedy and stuff, like putting so much into it just to be like, nope, you're just another person pursuing a dream. <laughs> like,. Which is totally fine, and I'm happy to be doing it, you know, but that's yeah. just a, you a do, fear. You do that, have that thought of, like, right. what if my dream doesn't come to realization? Exactly, yeah. and, and that's what, you know, I was talking to someone recently. I'm like, you know, what, am I wasting my time? Should I take these opportunities that are telling me to go, you know, across the country? No, uh, <laughs> you're cool here. I decided no. no <laughs> but, you know, to go across the country and then just to, I'm staying here just to pursue something that's not going to, help me but i think it's all about how you view it so i can take even if i don't succeed i could take stuff off you know from it and learn from it um but yeah i think actually being set up at a wedding though is like like oh oof Oof. yeah that's all i can say is oof Mm -hmm. what about you dougie uh aside from my life becoming a part of a viral (laughs) dilemma um right now i think i'm I think I like in this moment I'm most afraid of of, of being a terrible father. Yeah. Mm. I'm afraid that I'm going to do something wrong. I'm going to do something that is going to down the line 
ruin my relationship with my daughter or fuck her up. And I think that's like my big thing right Does now. Does having that fear though make you a good father? I have no idea. I'll let you know in eighteen <laughs> to twenty years. Um, but I like that thought though. Yeah, that's a good thought of like you know what. If, I yeah. think it could be good or it could be overbearing. Right. I like mean, unless it, you've already done the thing and yeah. you just yeah. don't know. Yeah. No, I, I have a feeling that I'm confident, but there's, there's that fear that <laughs> the second day that she was alive, I was putting her into her uh, little her little thing at the hospital her little i guess you could call it bassinet and as i put her down i was like uh her head kind of stuck to my 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 wrist and i moved my wrist and her head just went oh and you're like i killed my baby i killed my baby and she didn't move and i just went into the i remember going into the bathroom washing my hands i go she's gonna have brain damage oh no i washed my hands i look at myself i'm like you have to be more careful you be more careful <laughs> you're staring in, in the mirror crying <laughs> yeah i came back out and i'm like oh god she didn't even cry she's dead <laughs> And then I did it again later when there was a nurse. I go, thump. I go, I looked at her. She goes, oh, babies are really strong. Don't worry about it. I was going to say, like, anyone you talk to is going to look at you and go, they're way more resilient than you think they are. Unless you're banging on the head with a hammer. I mean, it was was a light thing. by the legs and just, (laughs) She hit it, and then she was kind of like, I'm like, no, I've done it. I've done it. My fear of dropping her has gone out the window. I mean, it's not out the window, but I feel much more confident right now. Yeah. But yeah, I'm afraid that I'm going to do or say something that's going to be like... Damaging. It's just going to be damaging, yeah. you know, that'll be like, yeah, I remember the day that my dad said this, and now look at me. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, fuck. That's I, when I used to talk to my dad. I wonder, yeah, right? though, if anyone has never said that, like, you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, too, is like, I look back with my parents, I'm like, yeah, we've had some bad moments, you know, mm-hmm. or I'm sure they've done some things where like, fuck, I could have done that differently, but in the long run, it's it's been okay. Right. But... Guys, on that high note, <laughs> on that high note, we're gonna be okay. Yasmin, uh, where can people find you online, and what shows do you got going up? If you got anything you want to promote, oh, um, do, 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 do what shows do I have? I have um, a Matt Damon show coming up June eighteenth. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I'm just over the summer. I'll be doing random shows. Cool. Just at Playground Theater or at uh, uh, Under the Gun. Nice. Um, a couple other places. So yeah, just follow me on no. I have a Twitter, but I don't use it. So you Same can here. follow me on Twitter at Yasmin Alicia. That's Y A Z M I N A L Y S I A. I'll just retweet things John Mayer said. <laughs> like, just because I mean, they're funny. Isn't that what Twitter's for? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, you can find Mind Gap on Facebook. You can find us there. You can also find us on Twitter. We're not that popular there either. Uh, but. If you get 30 followers, we'll start doing shit, I guess. Find us at MindGap Podcast, and Justin has a website. You can find me online at justinstrandland.com, where you can listen to this podcast, as well as the other one I do every Monday with Milo Stovanovich. It's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever, and it really is the best bar podcast ever. Um, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's a fun way of spelling it. And then while you're on the online realm... Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, review us, uh, let us know if there's a topic you want us to cover, or if you think you got the chops and you want to be a guest, yeah. let us know. Might happen, might not, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then two Don't East be 8th, afraid, though. <laughs> two East 8th Productions, check us out at twoeast8th.com uh, and Two East 8th Productions on all social medias. Fantastic, guys. Thanks so much, Yasmin. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been It's a fun. pleasure. You're always welcome back. Thank you. Justin, don't be afraid. See you next week. Boo. <laughs> Mind Gap Podcast.